Hi, I'm Brandon, and I'm a BAGM Viking. Hey, I'm Chris, and I'm playing Milo Underhand, the rogue. Hi, I'm Justin Bourne, and I play LaCroix Dabu, the bard with the heart of a hobbit and the brain of an orc. Hey, I'm Pi, I'm playing Rola Nightingale, the Celestial Warlock. Hello, I am Ron Heat, and I'm playing Flutter Echo, the Moon Druid. Well, I'm playing Roost in the Paladin. Nice. All right, y'all. So uh, let's recap last session. All right. And I guess um, I'll just I'll go last if there's there's gaps to be filled in. I guess. So Chris, you can kick it off. Okay. But yeah. So last time, if I remember right, we ended up in Zaus. Um, and this was after we ran away from Foos. So we ran away from Foos, ended up in Zao's after drifting a little bit and, uh, trying to figure out how to navigate to where we want to go. And then, um, went to this kind of dangerous area and parked our ship there. And then I won't say this whole thing whole thing so I'll, I'll bounce it to justin okay um last time we checked or last time or from that point i think uh Lozaren was going around trying to figure out um how to or let's see there's he was talking to two dudes and they laughed at him for about this being sigil and so then we met todd i think and when we talked about us a few primes going to sigil i don't know maybe i'm on the wrong part of this I think that was somewhere around there. Kai? All I remember from last episode was I had to threaten a bunch of people not to steal our ship. Um, <laughs> and that we found a brothel. Um, and then this guy brought us through this archway after Roostin talked about wanting to climb to the top of the mountain. Will? So this guy uh, kind of brought us in off the street. Was like, "You look new around here," and we told him we were trying to get to Sigil, and we paid him to use his portal, and now we're here. Echo. I was not Hello. here last session, so. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, we also forgot to mention that Echo and Grida are in a gem. Hi. Very important parts. And so I'll fill in that part. Um, kind of as y'all were, were running out of foos, right? The uh, the green gym y'all are carrying kind of zapped some folk. Um, last time it was Morgoth, I think, and Grydar. And also Kagi. And they just blinked them completely into like piles of dust, leaves, and flower petals. Uh, as we kind of roll into this session, it's probably going to change up a little bit. should also say that we had a couple different uh, motivations for going to Sigil. A few of us yeah. were thinking about hunting down Alzair. Uh, I think Lazoran, who's not here today, but he was trying to search for his origins. I don't remember what else. We had another reason, right? I thought that you did. Orism. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to finally see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there was another one. I think it was mostly for, for Alsair and answers generally, right? Were we looking for his love, Velgress, there or no? Velgires? <laughs> Maybe. That's a bit of the mystery solving that I'm I'm not going to speak into. Okay, okay, so that's not part of I thought that was like one of the reasons we came, but probably not. <laughs> Could be. We don't know what we're going to find. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, who was the first to back through the gate? Yeah. All right. Rustin, you're kind of the first to awkwardly back out onto the city street. It's a bustling city. Carts being carried. Obviously, cabbages on them. Uh, going here to and from. You've got this city skyline that is very impressive. Very tall built buildings. And then it curves the street. It The horizon dips upward and you realize that the town is a giant chorus whoa there is a single column of kind of black night black energy going through the center of the Taurus probably like a hundred foot across but so it's kind of small from where you're sitting uh, or standing yeah, and then slowly but surely everyone else is going to back through that, that uh, doorway. You all emerge onto the city street. Everyone just kind of, traffic just kind of veers around you. No one's got time to really give you any attention. What kind of traffic are we talking about? Like uh, foot traffic or? Foot traffic. Okay. What do the buildings look like? Um, Various materials, stone, wood type of uh, materials. Some, like, if you look down the road far enough, you even see some that are, like, hobbled together, like, with, like, heap, like, wooden boards, like, cobbled together to make, like, shacks and stuff like that. I say all of this, and we just did this little scene, but I believe we ended last episode with someone, with y'all already being through this doorway, and people already engaged with, like, some nearby Daboos, right? But I think it was Morgoth. Oh, yeah. Mid-conversation, he just turns to dust and leaves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's actually, let's address it like that, right? And then we can kind of... Um, Morgoth is there talking to Adabu. Um, who is holding the green gem right now? Sala. Sala is? Yeah, I have the gem. Sweet. So let's kind of do that, uh, that whole funness. So, like, right then... Is anyone coming out of the gym? Echo. That's right. Yeah. So, like, as you're uh, walking through, or you're kind of getting your bearings straight in town, the energy emits from the gym, and and Morgoth gets struck by it and collapses into a pile of wooden buckets. Meanwhile, like, a nearby trough with, like, fish um also gets zapped and echo materializes right there from like the amalgamated fish 
So is there like afterbirth and stuff? Like she's all covered in the the interdimensional yuck? No interdimensional yuck, just just half transmogrified fish yuck. Neat. I'm gonna scream. Well, Sola's gonna scream. What the fuck? <laughs> and just like look, pull out the gem, look at it, and say, "What are you doing?" And then shove it back in her pocket and say. Well, hi, Echo. I don't know what's happening, but I'm glad you're back. And, uh... It wasn't too bad in there. (laughs) It was actually really quiet. Morgoth! You've kicked the bucket! (laughs) Did you you see Grydar or anybody else inside of there when you were in there, Echo? We should talk about that. Um, Because there is no passage for time there is no in there oh you. okay so it's not like there's a whole nother universe happening inside the gym it's frozen it's, uh was it han solo style right um more like star trek teleporter style if i thought being too spoilery okay hmm well i think we can agree that morgoth wanted to die right same thing with Grydar. <laughs> well, clearly they're not dead. I mean, if Echo came back, they're not dead. True. They're elsewhere. Um. And as you, uh, Sala is putting the gem into her pocket, it like vibrates and does a little shift, and energy spurts into the side of a brick wall, and like a humanoid outline, like almost like. Looney Tune style appears in the brick wall. And Kagi rolls onto the floor. And there's like this human humanoid shaped hole in the wall. And like a an old lady is like coming to the to the wall with like a door. What the heck? Who who did that? And everyone kind of stops. Starts to look towards Kai. Or towards Sala. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is not good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I guess Sol is just going to yell out loud, Well, the prisoner has escaped her confines. What the fuck is happening? Milo, can you tie her up? I'd be glad to. Kaki's <laughs> like starting to get her bearings. She's like, who's the, who's the prisoner? What? How did we get here? Are we in sigil? Silence, prisoner. No, no talking. <laughs> I... Super confused, Kagi like looks up trying to figure out what's going on. Milo, are you gonna? She's probably gonna try and resist a little bit. She's like, wait, wait, what's going on? What's going on? I didn't do anything. I, um, yeah, I'll just. I feel kind of hesitant now. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just take out. I'll take out my rope and I'll, I'll try to like throw it like a lasso, basically. So that it's like kind of getting her her arms like like over the shoulders like and then like mid arm you know what I mean? Okay. And just kind of like trying to lasso her essentially. <laughs> I'm I'll I'll take a uh, ranged attack for that. Okay. Can I uh, give him guidance? Absolutely. Sounds like you did. You like apprehend the yeah. prisoner. That sounds like guidance to me. Yeah. Okay, so I have advantage. Or no. Guidance is 
you add the one you Oh, okay. Well then ignore that roll then. I'll do a I'll do a normal one. Um Big four. And then a <laughs> But wait, I get my D four on top of that. You do. It's not okay. over yet. What's an That's eleven? 11. Yeah, how does eleven do for you? It gets around Akagi and she's like fighting like what is going on here? But um she sees all of you, so she's not gonna fight too hard here. Um, I'll just be like, "Are you with us, or are you with Elzair? What are you doing here?" I was unaware that I would need to make a choice between the two. I thought our work was nearly nearly complete, and y'all would be on your way. I, she's like looking up at the skyline, taking in where she's actually at. I don't know what I'm doing here. What are we doing here? I'll be frank with you. I'll put my... How tall is she? Probably like five, six. Okay, I'll like put my wing up as high as I can to get it over her shoulder. I'll be frank with you. We're here uh, hunting down Alcer. Did you know that he's evil? She looks almost offended. Why would you say that about him? He's done nothing but help that community. Uh, he he's literally a... he's literally a fiend. He's a sent from hell. Like, did you not know that? She doesn't believe he it. He tried to kill us. I... One good deed does not excuse one of evil deeds. That, like, I'm sure I'm telling the truth, but is mm -hmm. there any way I could like roll persuasion to have her like understand what we're trying to say? I I think the the outcome here is that she, at the very worst case scenario, like she understands that you are confused and is willing to help, right? So I, I, there's absolutely like a diplomacy, like a charisma based ability check here, right? Um. I don't know if you if it's diplomacy or persuasion or whatever it is it's called these days, but uh, but yeah, throw that, and basically okay. her helpfulness is what will come out of all of this. She will be understanding and sympathetic, or not. Okay, a real persuasion. I think that's what it should be because I'm not I'm not being deceptive. At least I mean she might think I am, but I'm not being deceptive. Correct. That's a six. Man, it almost looked like it was going to be a twenty-two. I know it. The the roll from a like a twenty-two a two is so so upsetting. Could I, <laughs> could I take the lasso off and consider that the help action in order to give her advantage? I'll allow that. Yeah, she kind of like wasn't resisting too hard, and you're like, hold on, and and yeah, so the lasso falls to the ground. Advantage. Okay, I'll just roll it again then. 16. That's better. That is much better. She's uh, head kind of tilts. I'm not sure at all what you are all talking about. Alcer was kind and helpful. Alcer was disguising himself as such. I see. And what great violence are you accusing him of specifically i mean he tried to kill us 
Um, he said he wanted to release a fiend from a place in Limbo um, that, and he had died before and had been reincarnated and the only reason why he wanted this gem was to release her. It seemed like a lot of chaos was going to come out of that and then he started to attack us. So, I mean, that doesn't seem like a very nice and kind person to me, now does it? No, it sounds like Y'all must be confused, and I'm sure Alcera will help sort this out. Let me tell you, I can literally smell evil. Alcera reeks of it. Dude, I almost want to see, like, Roosten do, like, a demonstration of this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I'll use a Divine Sense. Does it have to look at a specific person, or is it just, like... You, you can just sniff the air and you can sense evil around you. Yeah, I just know them within 60 feet. Oh, your divine sense? Yeah. Yeah, so what does this look like for Rustin? He'll kind of like close his eyes and breathe in really deeply and like feel, just feel the air with his okay. wings and then open his eyes and look around. Do I sense okay. anything? Okay. Oh yeah, so you sense the buildings behind you, there are two distinct celestial entities within, and the buildings in front of you and to the side, there seems to be a fiend over there. Oh yeah, and you would sense as well the celestial essence of jewel uh Sal is familiar okay well i could sense good too there's quite a bit of it around but that's not what i'm trying to prove right now come let us invade this this building and kill whatever lies there and i'll point to the one that's <laughs> 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 the evil <laughs> Rusin, let's not go killing random people but they're um, evil Fiend doesn't mean evil. <laughs> it uh, sure it kind of does, though. <laughs> it doesn't mean kill worthy evil. <laughs> are we are we teaching nuanced paladins today? Is that what's happening? <laughs> We're teaching nuanced politics too. <laughs> nuanced paladins. <laughs> yes. But evil is bad. Does, do any of these words stop, Rustin? <laughs> No, he's going to start walking towards the door. Okay. In the building. All right, you approach it. It's got like a wooden door. It doesn't even have a latch on it or anything like that. It just kind of is hung. It's actually kind of pressed slightly in. All right, well, I'll at least knock. I'm nothing if not polite. It kind of swings open and like you hear like a garbled voice. Who is it? I didn't ask for any visitors. It is I, Rooston of the Morning Light. Identify yourself. Zoddle. I'm, I'm Zoddle. What is this morning light, and why are you at my door? Ah. Is this person that's talking the one that I sense? Yes. Because you're evil. You don't see it, right? Because you knock. We're talking through the door. I haven't described anything oh, yet, Oh, right? I thought you said it opened. No, no, no. It kind of, know. it kind of, like, the door, because it doesn't like have, it. So, uh, 
Yeah. Okay. It kind of it kind of flew open and like light floods into the room. You see like a messy room, and there's okay. like a small hammock, um, halfway up a wall, and it starts to wobble. But there's not necessarily enough light to see everything in here yet. I'm Zadl. Uh, who is who is this morning light, and why are you here? I'm here because you're evil. Oh. I see. Shit. And immediately, like, the the hammock starts to rustle, and this winged, like, small creature with, like, a prehensile tail with, like, a stinger on the end of it, like, rolls out of it, tries to fly, but just flops to the ground, kind of drunkenly. Come here, you. He's gonna try and just run out a window, so, like... <laughs> What are you doing? Um, is it a window that goes out onto the street? Yeah, uh, goes out into an alley behind the building. Okay. I'll yell to Kagi. Kagi, come, look, look. Look, I sense this evil thing even through a wall. See, it tries to flee. And I'll try to get Kagi's attention that way to prove that I can sense evil things. That was yeah. really my goal here. Yeah, Kagi's gonna walk up behind his... A poor imp, what are you doing? And like the it's actually bound up in the hammock trying to get away. <laughs> oh, we'll just like go inside then. Okay, you just close the door behind you. <laughs> At least no, I, I want like everybody is everybody coming or am I just showing Kagi this? I'm gonna follow because I don't want you to kill this person. Yeah. <laughs> it's an imp. <laughs> I was split between trying to keep track of Kagi and keep track of you. So now that we're all in the same place, then yeah, I'll follow, <laughs> follow in. Yeah, he's finally managed to get his like ankle unhooked between like the hammock that was completely wrapped around, and he's like back against the wall. He's starting to climb up the wall. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa! Calm down here, and I'll kind of just like grab him and like hold him. By the... How small is this thing? It's like tiny. Uh, yes, yeah, so probably like the size of a large cat, basically. Oh yeah, cat. Okay. I don't yeah. know anything. I don't know anything. I don't... And then, like looks at you and like sees that very strange looking paladin is now like trying to hold him. He's like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> Rusin, Rusin, leave him alone. Rusin, leave him alone. You better spill the beans, Imp, because I know exactly who you work for, and you better tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see some... Is there an Intimidate? Let's roll... Let's throw that. You can try it, yeah. How's a 14 looking? It's looking pretty good. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, look. I'll tell you where you can find Araxith. I, I don't know what he's into this time. But, uh, he's out... He's out towards the hive. He's... He's working a gang out in the alleys over there. I look. I, I I'm not with them anymore. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get clean and just and just work. I see. Well, I suppose if you're trying to turn your life around, who am I to uh, kill you? Rusin apologize. Rusin apologize. You just tormented just... him. No, he's evil. I must give him a good bonking, and then he shall become good, and I'm just gonna, like... <laughs> wait, wait. No, do not wait. bonk him. Ask him if they're taking new members. 
Uh, are they taking new men? Wait. <laughs> Why do you want to know that? I just ask him. <laughs> ah, you wish to infiltrate their gang and destroy them from the inside. I see. I see a good plan, Milo. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> are they taking new members? The, the imp's like real nervous. Like they're always needing to refresh the ranks whenever there are vacancies. What do you say? Wait. Okay. So actually, wait. What did the imp say their name was? Araxith. Araxith, and they're both just like outside. They're out uh, towards the hive. Is is actually a region of a uh, sigil, and yeah, okay. some alleys over in the hive. It's kind of like the slum type region. <laughs> Would you look at that gang? I just found us a side quest. <laughs> <laughs> do they deal mainly in spice? I'll leave. <laughs> oh, like for Arrakis? Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Sorry, I'll leave. Oh, didn't he say already? Shit. Say what? Oh, I was I asked him his name, but then I remembered he already said. And it's in chat, by the way. People chat. Or Raxa. And the imp's name is Zottel? Zottel, yeah. Zottel. Since you are trying to be good, I will only give you one bonking, and I'll kind of like hit him yeah. on the head with the hilt of my sword. <laughs> <laughs> like a very like surprised and confused imp, like gets bonked on the head. Now be good, and I'll throw him back in the hammock. I promise. He says awkwardly. I assume as you guys leave. Go volunteer at a soup kitchen. I'll say on the way out. <laughs> was was the imp the only only thing in there? Yes, it was that was the Zottel's hovel. Oh, it was like a little kitchen type thing in the corner, like a hammock up halfway up the wall, and I don't know, like clutter. There's a bunch, of, a bunch of junk. I'm gonna pull Milo out of there and say we're not stealing from the imp. He already got bumped on the head by Rooster and drag him out of the the hovel. Yeah, if I catch him being evil again, I will bonk him a second time. Let's see. Ah. Kagi, so, do you believe me now? I... Wait, do I believe you can do what? Sense evil. She's like, I... I suppose, but... But surely there's like an amount of... Magnitude within your... Olfactory glands, right? What do you mean? I... I actually don't understand what you're asking me. Sorry. <laughs> She's saying you can be wrong sometimes. Oh. Maybe. No. Not likely. No. Does all evil? She's uh, and she's like tilts her head to the side. It's like does all evil smell the same to you? The that of a lowly imp and the darkest depths of Batoy. Do they all? Is it a bind? Is evil a binary to you? To a paladin, probably, absolutely, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like moral absolutism. Yes. Well, I think we're getting away from the point here. I think the point yeah, is that, paid off, that he smells that this imp was evil, 
and he thought that Alcer was evil. This imp didn't try and kill us. Alcer tried to kill us, unprovoked, other than me like waving a gem in its face, but like whatever. Um, and I feel like intent to kill has an inherent evil when it's just to get what you want in comparison to help the greater good. Do you disagree with that, Kagi? I don't think I do. Okay, we're on the same page then. So you're saying Alcea tried to kill you? Yes, he did. He did um, a bad job, but he did try. When we questioned his intentions, he came back at us pretty aggressively. Unprovoked, he attacked you. She's kind of dumbfounded by this. Unprovoked yeah, all we were doing is just asking questions, you know? <laughs> Unprovoked is the tricky word there, though. Don't tell her that. Well, I mean, the, the provocation <laughs> could be uh, uh, from us just not giving him the, the gym right when he wanted it. Yeah, I think he has anger issues at the very minimum. Well, we want to find him either way. So okay. either um, either we find him and we talk to him and sort some things out. Or we find him and put him into this problem anyway. And then Kagi, you're welcome to work for us. I mean, we're we're pretty cool. You could join our gang. Or even work with us. I She's looking like somewhat confused and conflicted. Honestly just want to get back to Foos, but until I have the means to do so, my own ship or what have you. Well, you're in Foos. luck. We happen to be on our way to try to get to foods. Oh, perfect. That's great. Then I shall stick around at the very least. And if it means helping find Elsair and clearing up this whole big misunderstanding, I'm all for that. Yeah, I don't think you're going to find much of a misunderstanding on this one. Back to Foos then? And she's like, okay, um, sure. Are we, why are we in Sigil then? We thought he fled here like a coward. That sounds right. So you meant he's a coward or you meant that he would go to Sigil? Uh, he's not. Look. I don't want to talk bad about Elsair, but sometimes he can walk away when I think we should put swords up. Sounds like a wuss to me. You think you think he'll be here or in Foos? I well, he can. He's got a doorway that he can go through in the leather gate that allows him to transport between the two places. Pretty quickly. So it's a 50-50 shot, honestly. Oh, they're here. I happen to know where the uh, other location is, by the way. Uh, maybe that's a good place to start, rather than me just abandoning you and going on my own. Good thinking, Kagi. Perfect. Well then, uh, we're going to have to cut through here and uh, go through this area. And she starts like just pointing at the city skyline and stuff like that. This is... Uh, We'll just take a little bit of travel. So, uh, bear with me. She gets ready to, like, collect herself and get ready for a good walk across town. 
So I have a question. Is they said we're in like the ins it's like the inside of a big ring, basically, right? Yes. Like if I look up, can I see the other side of the city above me? Yes. I'll go to Kagi and say, Kagi, I do have one question about this place. Um, and I'll like look up at the other side of the city. How um high would I have to jump, say, to travel well really fast around here? She looks at you utterly confused. Five, six feet, seven Mac, hmm? I think I could break seven if I trained. I don't know what you mean. I wouldn't go lat if you're trying to fly upward. That's a good way to get pulled out of town. I wouldn't do that. Oh. Thanks for letting me know. So don't jump to the other side of the city. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that would be suboptimal. Um, best case scenario, you get pulled out into the outland and fall along the spire. Best case, or worst case scenario, you get pulled into the shadow column in the center and sent to a random prime. What you're saying is... It might be possible. <laughs> if that is your takeaway from that, so be it. As we're walking, Rustin's gonna like just be jumping, try to get higher and higher, <laughs> but he can't get more than like a few inches. All right. Can I help Rustin get high? <laughs> you want to help me? No, do not help him. No. <laughs> I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna help him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast levitate on him. Oh man, Rusin, do you resist the levitate? I say yes because I don't, I'm not like paying attention. I don't know where it's coming from. Fair. I say, does that? I don't recall. Is that a save? <laughs> If you resist, uh, it, yes. If you are not willing, absolutely. It's one of the only spells in D&D 5e that I know how it works. Constitution. I'm trying to see. It's, I think it is. Nope. I go flying off oh. into oblivion. Bye, Roosten. Not one. <laughs> so, Roosten, you're going to be jumping. And uh, <laughs> you start fluttering. Oh my gosh, does this look like a chicken like being held by Link? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wait, I'm not going down. No, ah, what? Oh, ah, ah, hey, 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 get me down. I'll let him stay up there for a little bit and then be like, and then, like, when he least expects it, just let him down. So he's just like, ah, like, yeah. perfect, beautiful. Yeah, we're just gonna slowly. After you stop struggling, probably fall to the ground a little bit. Like fall or like, oh, when a spell ends, the target floats gently to the ground. Yes, but also she has lateral or what's the word? Vertical control of you. So she can just let you, when she says she lets you down, like you, you will fall to the ground. But not. not what, what I'm thinking is like, I... I hope you come down, but it's a lot faster than you're expecting. And then, huh? right as you're about to hit the ground, I, like, stop, and then you just gently float the rest of the way. 
really efficient motherfucker. Throw up. <laughs> Middle of the street. People are just. And there's like throngs of people just going by, and they're just going around like when like woman like scowls at you, drunks. And just continues walking on. Ugh. <laughs> Dicking around, apparently. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> it's the last time I try that. Sorry about that, everyone. I was just... It, curiosity got the best of me. So, Kagi, where, <laughs> where do you think that... Uh... Where are you leading us? Um, well, there's a warehouse over on this other part of town, and there's actually columns um, around the bottom of it that hold up the second level. And when you walk between a specific set of columns, uh, that is actually the way back into the leather gate. That's weird. It's one of the more convenient uh, portals in the city. All right, let's go then. Sweet. All right, she's taking you and walking you guys down towards like a few like various war warehouses and stuff like that. And uh, okay, she like you're. It's a lot less busy out here there's probably like a few more like carts and stuff carrying things to and from places and she uh walks around the side of the building um kind of there's an alley probably that runs between it and the next building over um and she points out this like column archway type thing and it's it's all wood they're all wooden columns and the columns look the same but above this one between this one and the base of the building the arch the top of it it actually has like a wooden archway on it with um kind of decorative stars on it carved and burned in like uh probably branded actually probably branded into the wood stars what y'all doing does it look like the stars are in any sort of like constellation was it just stars? Roll knowledge arcana here. And do you have that uh, book from the ship? I do, yeah. Sweet. Then take that as giving you advantage. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? It seems to be a specific location within the astral plane, but you're not sure where. Is there any way I can like sketch it down really quickly just so I have it? Even though I don't know what it is. Okay. It's like, okay, so normally we just walk through that and everything works out. She looks at y'all. Uh, you first. We'll follow she you. Shouldn't we wait before we go wait. through and see if El says in sigil still? Is there any like trace that he was here or anything? How would you go looking for it? Do you have any friends here? I he kept his contacts to himself, actually. 
I suspect there were bands of rogues that he would get information from as he was commonly very much aware of what the Githyanki uh, not trading routes, what's the word I'm looking for? When Githyanki supply ships or um, brigand ships were coming back from marauding, uh, we would be in the know of like where would they would be approaching from. So whoever had that information for him is here in town. Say, would that maybe one Iraxith? I don't know the name. Um, no, that name doesn't mean much of anything to me. I feel like it is at least worth investigating the crime syndicate before we just go back. Yes. Like, we, we yeah. now know how to get back to Foos, so why don't we explore and see what information we can get from Sigil before we go back? I've pulled the thread. I may as well unravel the sweater. Also, our ship isn't in Foos anymore, so we'd be trapped in Foos. We need to go back to the Outlands. Not necessarily through this portal. Right. Let's go to the high. Kagi's like, yeah, Kagi's like, wait, so we're not, we're not just going back home? Oh. You said you wanted to talk to Alcer and get this all sorted out. He's clearly not back in that in Foos because we were in Foos and he wasn't there. He left like a coward, so he has to be somewhere else. Okay, just like um, somewhat defeated. Like, could y'all find him, and then when y'all get back to Foos, we'll talk this over as a group. You're leaving. I mean, my bed's on the other side of this door, or, you know, 60 feet from it. And that sounds really good to me right now. I've got a feeling you may not like what you see on the other side of that door. <laughs> Quizzical. Oh, I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the accident. What do you mean? And she, like, goes to step through the archway. I'll stop her. Okay, no, let her see for herself and she can come back with an empty cup. Like, I don't know. But there may not even be a gate on the other side of there anymore. And as you say that, she walks through the archway and nothing happens. Ah. Wait, what happened? What the hell happened? It accidentally got burned down a little bit. Panic. She's having a panic attack. Like, like, what? Oh my god. LaCroix cast uh, calm emotions. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Is there a save type thing oh, nice. she needs to roll? Um, let's see. Let's figure out how you'd like to cast this. That's second level one. Let's see. I don't know what you're asking now. <laughs> uh, sorry, do I need to have an NPC roll the saving throw against that? Uh, let me hit cast spell and see. Okay. Uh, where is she? It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, it's an area thing. I see what you mean. Okay. Uh, you saving throw DC 12 charisma. Is that for everyone within the radius? <laughs> We're all standing it looks together. Good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling. I I don't want any spells. You all need to roll. chill. And he brings out his bass guitar. <laughs> It starts playing some slow, smooth jazz to calm everyone's emotions. I saved. You did not my emotions. 
only got a 19. 17. You all need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) So Kagi got a 7. Yeah, Kagi rolls a big uh, 7. Is absolutely like... Oh, okay. So there was a incident, and you said it was burned down? Well, that's uh, going to put a damper on our activities. I saw a tiefling. A tiefling ran inside the bar and started throwing, uh, uh, like, uh, bottles. Cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> bottles with rags, flaming rags on top. Throw deception, or... um. Whatever. Yeah, it's deception. I'm gonna give him guidance on them. Yeah, what a fucking weird tiefling. (laughs) (laughs) Add a d4. Okay, thank you. He has corrupted you. (laughs) So quickly. I know. (laughs) So, uh, 21 altogether with a d4. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um... So she's definitely bamboozled here. So uh, she's I don't. I only know of a handful in town, but hell, I wouldn't put it beyond any of them. Shit. Okay. So she's like, we're in sigil. Where'd you park your ship? In Zaus, in the Outlands. Okay. LaCroix helplessly just points towards a general direction. (laughs) Yeah, that gate also closed behind us when we walked through it. Oh, about this. Seems that we want to find Alsair, and you, Kagi, you want to get out of this place, and, well, it seems like maybe Alsair is your ticket out. How about you help us find him? I was coming to the exact same realization. Good. Yes. Great minds think alike. <laughs> Congrats, Kagi. You're just as smart as Rustin. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, you said you had a lead on some. You said you had a lead on some uh, fiendish rogues. Uh, yes, that imp that I bonked gave me the name Araxith. Oh, right. Araxith. Okay. Um, by the hive. Would you happen to know what the hive is? Yeah, let, let's go, and uh, she'll start leading you through town. Oh well, I, well before we uh, hasty here, you care to elaborate? Maybe some sort of beehive. Could one get honey there? I do like honey. No, no, I I think it is a play on a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. She says, or to turn the face. Ah. <laughs> Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> so, um, yeah, are y'all following? What's the plan yeah. here? Hive deck? Yeah. Ah. All right, you're gonna roll up in there, and immediately, kind of as she like starts cutting through some alleys, um. Some folks with like daggers and stuff are sitting on like benches and crates and stuff along the alleyway. But they're seeing the number of you 
and how generally armed you are. And mostly just look confused. Uh. Y'all lost? No. Define lost. Are you being successful yeah. in your attempt to get to wherever it is you're trying to fucking get to? Spiritually? Don't be fucking no. rude to him. <laughs> I'm like sort of <laughs> angry now. I'm like really angry. <laughs> I'll start speaking to him in thieves can't. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I mean, he's absolutely like, oh, I see. So you're the one leading this whole thing. Are you lost? He repeats in the can't. No, I'm not the leader, but we meant to come to the hive. We're nice. searching for Iraq's Iraq. Well, if you find that pus sack, let me know where he's at. All There's right. A bounty on that head. Really? How much? And what for? Oh, a nice coin purse. Probably 70 gold pieces. He says, you bring it to me and I'll, uh, Make sure to split that. 50-50. And he like, like, rolls a dagger in his hands nervously. Equitable? 70-30, maybe. Where is their spot where they're normally around? This gang. You must be new here. And he like carves out like a ovoid shape on the thing. And he's like, you're over here. And he like drills his dagger into like the side of this crate. And then... They're all like scratches a line in it across the way. Um, probably like two thirds across the way of this like oval shape. And they're over here. So, uh, yeah, you just keep going and I'm sure you're going to find nothing but good things. Great. I'll take out the silver that I stole back from the people in Zaus and give it to him. Nice. He's like, okay, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Let's switch to common. Meet my friends. This is Echo, my cousin LaCroix. Hey. Our partner, Sala. And our bodyguard, Rustin. I'm still scowling at him for being rude to Rustin, and I do not look happy. <laughs> <laughs> Rustin doesn't even need to use his divine sense to tell this guy's evil. <laughs> Just giving him he's also giving him squinty eyes. They call me Mason the Mincer. And I look forward to doing business with y'all. Says with a wink specifically at Sala. <laughs> Sala pulls out a dagger. And says, Don't fucking wink at me. <laughs> The mincer, it must be quite the chef. Bruce, and I don't know, I don't think that's what he's mincing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I won't eat your cooking. He turns and starts to leave. Yeah, he goes back heading. to like cleaning his fingernails with a dagger as you guys walk away.
So All I right. guess y'all. I'm. Go ahead. Yeah, we're we're just heading towards where he pointed on his drawn map, right? Yep. Perfect. Okay. So as you're working your way across, I think I'm gonna do a thing. Where I do like a random encounter chance type thing. And nothing happens. Oh yeah, we're like an hour left. Let's do a quick five minute. So y'all are heading across the hive. Um, going through all kinds of like alleyways and... It's weird going through a city and seeing these kinds of changes in central planning. Sigil's a very different kind of place and... The streets sometimes don't even make sense at all. Um, even here, though, you still see taboos from time to time. Working magics on on pieces of wall or stretches of road. Um, there's still also throngs of people in, like, main thoroughfares and stuff like that. Um, but you guys are able to take this route mostly sticking to alleys. Um, and get over in the general area of where you believe Araxith is operating um we get over there you see probably like a tiefling no we'll spice it up here like uh what is clearly like an asmr like in some rags but holding a very big club in his hand sitting kind of at the entrance to an alleyway and it looks like it's the direction you need to be going <laughs> eyes up. What's going on? Who are you? He says, I am Rustin. Okay, Rustin. Hello. And uh, what are you doing in our alley? Going to see Araxis. I see. And he like pulls some like trash from his pocket and like, hold on, let me pull out the itinerary guest list. I don't see you on it, and like wads up the paper and drops it on the ground. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you'll have to make an appointment and uh, go ahead and come back at some other more appropriate time. Oh, I have an appointment. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 Who has charm person? Ooh. Um, I'll try my thieves cant again. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's like picking up what you're dropping, right? Like, yeah. We're looking to join. He analyzes like the way y'all are dressed and such, and it starts like just individually sizing everyone up. Like, goes and look. I'm pretty sure this one's a paladin, right? Still talking and can't. He's a oathbreaker. Oh, oh, fascinating. Well then. Uh, and then starts to scan. Who's probably right behind Rustin? It's probably, Sala. yeah. <laughs> He's gonna start <laughs> scanning like Sala and like just taking a, a quick look. And what is this one? A wizard? Uh, yes. Uh huh. Brilliant. Roll persuasion here. You're gonna have advantage because you are speaking in Cant. Okay. All right. Sixteen. Oh, very nice. So a sixteen will definitely do it. He's like, well. I, he looks at you, have your folks watch this alleyway, and uh, I'll take you, and we'll go meet Araxith. And uh, negotiate for all of this, but we can't leave this alleyway unguarded, so let's see how good they really are. Very well. Sweet. 
So Milo and uh, this guy walk off, right? Um, I'll say, I'll say, wait a minute. Uh, I need that? to take one person with me at least. <laughs> Which one? Also, mm. I'll, I'll like scan the <laughs> eyes of the party to see if anyone is like trying to signal me. Rustin kind of wants to go. He wants to know where this imp is leading him. And the Croy doesn't want to leave your side. So we could just bring the little gang again. Yeah. So we're going to have uh, Echo and, and Sala watching the way. Or watching the the alleyway. And Rustin, I guess. I'll say, my cousin. I need... My cousin doesn't leave my side. Okay. All right, so then the the cousins go, just to to make sure I've confirmed that and that everyone yes. understands that. Okay. All right, so uh, the two of y'all head off with this uh, Asimar rogue. Not, not very long after y'all walk off, um, y'all notice some folks from the previous checkpoint you stopped at, like peering over, and like looking over is trying to wave at you from across like a road in another alley. Us or Milo? Yeah. Uh, at, uh, at Roostin, Sala, and Echo. Ah. Say, isn't that those people from before? And they like start stepping onto the street and they're like just trying to be secretive and move around but you, you have identified them so you see them coming across. Nice work. How'd you get rid of that sentry? Same way we got rid of you. No, I'm just kidding. I don't say that. <laughs> we didn't really do anything. He told us that he could only take Milo, but Milo took his cousin. So we're just kind of here watching. Okay. We're standing guard. Why? Uh, no reason. We're just getting through here. The rest of the way will be interesting. And they start to, like, sneak on through. I'm going to grab one of them and say, I don't think so. Wait. Uh, wasn't this Perhaps the one? Go with them. I yeah, feel kind we... of useless guarding this alley. It is shit work. Why don't uh, you let us do that? We all say. How many are there, or how many appeared? How Three many? across the street, but there are. You can definitely see there's like at least five still on the other side of the road, waiting for like an all clear signal. Well, game to go in. Yeah, what do y'all choose to do here? I guess I would. I I guess I'll say to them, "Thank you for taking post. Why don't you stay here and let." I don't know. People with more than three brain cells go inside. <laughs> and they they look around and they um point like it's like there's like this confusing where like point at themselves or like the the guy in front that you talked to before. Um, did I give him a name? Mason. Yeah, Mason like points to himself, confused, and then like puts his thumb out to the side and like looks. Confused at Roostin, 
<laughs> like he's not sure who you're talking about here. Who's supposed to be flubbed? <laughs> Mason, sit your ass on the chair and watch the alley. I. Yes, ma'am. Good. Thank you. And then I'll turn away and walk inside. <laughs> cool. All right. So y'all are all heading out. Yeah, I would head in. I didn't know what they were saying, but I would not like enjoy just sitting in the alley. Right. Um. So yeah, y'all are heading. Milo and the Asmar are just a little bit further ahead. Um. You're gonna come to like this, like carved out, carved out, carved out is absolutely not the right word. Um, this like particularly like densely packed hut or densely built hut, um, more sturdy than a lot of the stuff surrounding it. And inside, like on a mound of like blankets and stuff, this winged form sits on top of there, um, kind of red. A violetish skinned creature, like probably the size of a person, sits on top of it and is just eating probably some berries or something like that out of a dish being fed to him by like some street urchin. And he oh. looks at the as the ASMR walks in, I didn't send for you. Who is this? And is, well, <laughs> um. A little bit leaner than job. I guess I should do a better job describing this. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like a normal human-sized person with like bat wings extending out the back, um, dressed like in a, like a Roman-style robe wrap type thing, just draped across like this pile of blankets and stuff like that. Um, who is this? What do you? What is the meaning of this? And, and the ASMR guide, like ASMR guide, says, um. They actually want to join. Apparently. And just like looking at Milo. And then like in the back sees like everyone else starting to approach. Milo, you've got uh, a couple seconds here to act solo. If you choose to take it. Um To make an action, you said, or to speak? To basically act on your own without the rest of the group here. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I say, I say, yeah. Milo, uh, Milo and uh, Lacroix. There we go. I will. I'll say, or I'll I'll approach. Araxid. Is and like um. Uh huh. Do a polite bow. Okay. Um. Uh, welcome. He's he sits up. And like waves away the person who's feeding him berries. I always looking for new help. He's super like kind of confused. This is not the way this normally goes, but uh, I'll take it. What are you? Uh, what are your abilities? What are you? Uh, what are your talents? What do you? What value can you bring to this uh, establishment? And then he looks over at Lacroix, like well, you see the same questions. I, uh, I play a lot of music, and I do it really well, and I'm a bit of a bard in character sometimes, but ultimately, I, I could help a lot with just being muscle and playing music. And this is my cousin, uh, Milo. He's a really crafty fella. And uh, the Asmer's like, and they got like a they got a wizard back there as well, ready to join. And 
How the hell are we affording a wizard? Araxith says. Um, he looks over. Okay. Um. Can I hear them call me a wizard? Yeah, probably like that's right when you show up. <laughs> I'm just gonna say very calmly, I'm not a fucking wizard. But I do have magic. I'm not afraid to use it. I okay. And what's going on? Um so Rooston, you're gonna walk up at this time and you're gonna see this bat winged entity. Anything I need to know about? <laughs> oh, must be Araxis. He nods. I am. And you are and it's like I'm Rooston. I see. You uh like looks at you nervously now and it's like looks at the Asamar again. You fool, what have you brought here? He's a he's he's an oath breaker. I'll I'll say that in uh in common that way, hopefully. Um <laughs> Rooston. Catches up with the, he catches up with a lie. Uh, uh, um, how does this go? Yes, I I have broken many oaths, especially the one, the more important <laughs> one. Yes, uh, that's not important. Anyways, mm. I was uh, referred to you by a former uh -huh. associate of yours known as Zotel or Zotel. 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 Ah, you know where that little shit's hiding out at these days? I do. He owes us uh, quite a bit of money. Well then, as your first job under my employ, I'd have you go fetch Zotel. Bring him here. He's got a lot to account for. Shipment's gone missing. I bet he still knows where they're at. Hey, I have a question. Where is Kagi? Oh, that's a really solid point. We haven't really talked about her since the archway. Oh, since the calm emotions. She would have followed along. Um, Kagi's like in the back, just shifting nervously. Okay. Like, how long did that calm emotions thing last? A minute? Okay. Um, yeah. She's like glancing around. Well, uh, not nervously. Um, somewhat confidently, it's just, are we going to ask about Elsair? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know that name, but uh, I'll be happy to look into it. Uh, I'll be happy to bring the imp to you. I'm going to cut Rooston off. And so let's going to say, before we do anything with you, shouldn't we have a contract in which we negotiate pay, conditions, and what you're expected of? This isn't some free labor camp, is it? I, um, they looked around at it and it's like, you can tell his face is saying like, it kind of is, but also he has to like keep up appearances. Like, of course not. Great. So... Should I write it? Are you literate? Can you read? A very sharp-toothed smile appears on the creature's face. And... Is, no, I, I actually think I've got this. And he, like, pops his hand open uh, from a fist to, like, fingers opened. And a quill appears in them. 
and in his other hand does the exact same motion and parchment appears now then what do you think in the terms of uh your employment would be and he starts rolling it out five years ten how about a day hmm okay and what do you hope to achieve for me in one day What do you want us to do? There is another, there's a rival gang. The, um, I don't know, the muckrakers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we want you to, if y'all take them out, I will find out anything you would like to know about this Alsair, he says, questioningly looking at Kagi. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, Alsair's, right? Okay. I'll look to the rest of the group and not say anything. Any other payments that are... Um, well, so those are the terms then. I will find Elsair and you will eliminate this rival gang for me. What is this rival gang done? I, they just operated as a normal thieves guild. I just want to expand territory. This seems like an unfair trade. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Payment would also be necessary. Okay. How much were y'all thinking? 100 gold pieces each. Like, looks around at each of y'all? Okay. I can do 100 gold pieces each. And he starts just, like, scribbling down, like, on a ledger at the bottom, like, payments. All right. 100 gold pieces each of you. And you will have freed the streets from the blight that is the muckrakers. Perfect. I want to very, very, very thoroughly read this contract. Okay. Because it's with the fiend, and I don't want to be selling my soul to anyone. How strong are they? You know how roughly how many there are? Probably around 30 of them. Conniving assholes. Uh, that's not too bad. We should change the conditions of this deal. Go on. This is y'all's chance. Like you can talk meta about this. <laughs> like let, let's break this out right. real quick. Like what do y'all what do y'all actually wanting out of any of any kind of thing here? What what did you come here for? I just want information. Uh huh. I don't really care about money, but I know other people yeah, did. Money's why not, I asked for it. I made forty gold on one night's performance. A hundred gold's not much to Lacroix. I kind of want an unlikely friendship with that imp. <laughs> I'm looking for we're looking for information on how to get I mean we're we're we are about to go into the port or the portal or whatever uh -huh. or the walkway but then we decided to come here for what reason? Because to get information knows... about Alsair. Yeah. But he does nothing about Alsair at this point, right? But he said he would get us information. Right. But that doesn't Are mean shit. He doesn't have shit right now for us. <laughs> He has guy. a Let's contract. Yes, but it, he has a contract, and if he's a fiend, he doesn't actually have to follow it. He's he also like the only lead. And have we yeah. checked the the writing utensil that he's provided and everything? Like, do I'm, we I'm check going that to for... look at okay. all of that before okay. anyone signs anything. I don't, don't trust nothing. That. I'm not even going to sign McCoy's name. <laughs> or he'll yeah, sign he doesn't McCoy know any of his You could name. just sign some random shit. Like, his own name. Oh, I always think it's Will. 
I was thinking that we could change the terms of the contract that he captures Elzair. That way it's more concrete. Like, bring us here. Ooh. Bring us Elzair here. I don't trust like, him for concretely. Shit. He's an imp. Fuck this guy. I don't trust him not for nothing. Yeah, I'll go get Elzair. <laughs> yeah, this is not an imp. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, oh, we are trying imp. to get the imp. The yeah. imp. Araxith. Araxith. This is the ASMR guide. So... So no, there's like three characters in play here, right? Zottle is the imp, and that is yes. one of the jobs he wants is for y'all to go get Zottle for him because he's been looking for him. Uh, the other the other angle here is you've got the ASMR guide who who led you here. I just haven't named him yet. Um, and then you've got the Araxith, which is this humanoid like man with a kind of like between violet and like scarlet skin uh, with bat wings. Right? Um, yeah, I don't trust bad wings for nothing. <laughs> like a devil. Unless it's on a bat, which are cool. <laughs> <laughs> which even then in Dungeons and Dragons, I'd, I'd be questionable. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the other group is a Mason the Mincer who is now uh, in this other gang's territory. And remember, they wanted to take out Araxith, and now you're making deals with him. And I Araxith. mean, I. Don't have to be coy here with uh, who Araxith is going to want you to annihilate, right? <laughs> Mason the Mincer. Yeah, well, I hate Mason, so I don't care about that. I'll kill him. <laughs> I care. <laughs> LaCroix cares. <laughs> what do you think, Mason Lonnie? seems nice. Mason seems nice. We shouldn't kill Mason. Why don't we just kill all of them? It it would be better than good. Like, you're not wrong. That's, like, <laughs> it would be no one like, seems good. Let's kill them all. Would be killing all of them. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Right Except now. for we gotta keep the tool. <laughs> no, yeah. So we so we keep Arastic. We fulfill his contract by taking out the other gang. Contract done. Then we kill him and the rest of his gang, uh. and then we're fine. But I want to the contract. They, they need to be more evil for us to kill them. Thing. To the contract. No, so in this contract, they just hold on. What's he the, just what? contracted us to kill thirty people. I would like to add something. People. So if we kill these other, this other gang for them, I want uh, Zottle's debt to be transferred to me, so that <laughs> I become in charge of him. Uh, okay. Debt, not I, death. I, okay. Okay. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Zottle be my like uh, unlikely pet. Yeah, he but he's gonna like sit on my shoulder and make snide remarks. It's gonna be fun. I like it. Would he influence evil everything around you whenever you cast it, or <laughs> he eventually turns good? I... We're just torturing him really... at this point. Yeah, <laughs> that's not really a thing. <laughs> what has he turn... done? <laughs> um. So there's some plain shifty, plain shifty, plainscapey, sorry, uh, setting stuff that can maybe talk about souls transitioning. So maybe that is a story we can tell with Zottle. I think Milo would be not entirely against just full on working for this guy, Araxis. I mean, this is like Milo scene. Right. So. Right. So he feels perfectly at home in this crime den. Why don't so, you I, mean, I don't know. Him. Do what? <laughs> Usurp him. 
that uh, that would be interesting. So if we double cross these guys, instead of clearing out the gang, we kill Araxith. Why don't we just leader. kill all of them? Yeah, why don't because we just we kill wanna... all of them? Because then we no, because we fulfill the contract. We get Alcer, which is what we need, and he's the only person that seems to have the the resources to do that. And then we kill the other gang as well. And but then we there's... The... and we're the good guys. Kill everybody, blow up the city. I wasn't gonna say it. Yes, <laughs> we're working towards the greater good, which is ridding a crime syndicate from Sigil. I see no issue with it. Lacroix is a pretty crook. He's not a murderer. Did we explain what Alcel looked like, or are we just not going to give a description? Because if he does not know what he looks like, he's a peacock running around. Like, oh yeah, still not helpful. But there would absolutely be like a real deal, like description and setting of terms, and generally speaking. You get the feeling that Araxith only needed the name. Damn, he's cold as ice. What's cooler than being cool? My vote is to kill them all. <laughs> I say we just kill Araxith and then take over the gang. But then how are we getting the resources to get Alcer? He's our only lead currently. We can't just kill well, him right now. We wait until he gives us. Couldn't we use Kagi? To get to him, but through the gate. What gate? That we were the about to walk burned. through. The gate's oh. burned down. You can't go. Oh through yeah. It. Oh yeah. That's right. That's right. See why you don't want to run a gang. <laughs> I'm only down for a gang, or Lacor's <laughs> only down for a gang if there's like cool leather jackets and maybe <laughs> patches and blue jean jackets, if not leather. Come oh, out yeah. and play. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, killing them all is uh, ambitious. I mean, that that would definitely be interesting. Thirty to sixty, right? <laughs> I I say we take the mission of killing the other gang, and then he goes and gets Alzair for us, right? Okay. Oh, I mean, that's. But that's not morally yeah, in line with what I want to do. What if because we that's not them up the good. That's giving power to evil. Like classic cartoons, just tie them up instead of killing them. Mm -hmm. Knock them out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Milo might accidentally sent where, set wherever they are on fire again, though. I assume that basically this entire neighborhood's going to go up in flames by the end of it. <laughs> I know how players do. This is... It's not my first D D game. So what it, so you, I get toddle. It's alright. <laughs> so you wanna kill him? I wanna yeah. no, I wanna be I want him to like be my like sort of pet. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wanna hit him. You want, pet him. Yeah. Like so Kai, that. you yeah. wanna kill both of the gangs? That's what you're saying. I don't want to kill just one. <laughs> just one is not. It's either nine or half both, of both in my mind. <laughs> because it's I can't just kill both. one because that's bettering the evil. Like, like that's giving more power but, to evil rather than eradicating the evil. The only reason I'm saying we should do it is because he is going to be contractually obligated to go get Alzair for us. 
And no, that's yeah. our real so then, goal, isn't it? Yeah, so after we get Alcer and the contract is complete, then we killed him. It's like a three-step process. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. I can agree to or LaCroix would agree to that, like, for now, and not actually go through with it at the end, maybe. But he would go yeah. with it. That's and Alcer be... will help us kill him. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you think, Echo? Echo's just here for the chaos. She is okay with either option. It's going to be a lot of killing. <laughs> chaos! <laughs> here I go killing again. <laughs> so many bodies on the floor! <laughs> I think we have an idea. Yeah, okay. So let's carve out this contract here. Um, I think the role I want to see would be the best skill for like digesting a contract nature insight insight assessing a contract yeah mm. oh i heard digesting right and i was like <laughs> i was like I was maybe like, nature I, a role if I, needed, if you I guess it would be that or investigation yeah i would go insight or investigation depends i'll i'll let either of those fly My investigation is plus three. Plus three. Plus three. You and I, I both. Plus three. <laughs> yeah. I plus two insight. I have plus zero. So y'all, is there like a help action and it just gives advantage? Yeah, does anyone want to give me the help action and I'll roll investigation? Yeah, I'll give you the help uh, action. Okay. Fuck. Okay. One minute. 19. Nice. Going over, there's a couple times where he tries to, like, weasel the deal in his favor. But as you're negotiating the terms, like, it's, like, like burns out that section of it and stuff like that. Um, and in the end, you end up with a very well-written contract that talks about how in delivering the Muckraker territory to him by killing off its current uh, gang... You will have complete and uh, and bringing Zottle to him. You have completed those Wait, parts. Of oh, I wanted Zottle's debts to transfer to me. Oh, and the transfer is Zottle's debts. That's right. All right. So as part of the, and uh, clearing out the Muckraker area and and annihilating the gang, we'll get y'all's. That's what you need to deliver. In return, Zottle's debts will be transferred to Rooston. Y'all, um, Araxith will put his resources towards fighting Alsair and we'll pay 100 gold pieces each. Okay. And sweet jacket. Is, <laughs> is there any way to have it be like, I don't want to kill all of them and him not give us anything. Like would I have any idea of whether or not like he, if we sign this, he has to do this. In order to get the payment. Because I don't want to kill them all and not get anything. Like, can we take oh, someone hostage? I see what you say. It, like, is yeah. it binding? What is the collateral here? Yeah, what is the collateral here? What do you offer as collateral first? We're doing all the hard bloody fucking work. We're killing all these people. I feel like we're not in the position where we need to be giving collateral. You are. That's fair. Because if we okay. don't have collateral, you can just not pay us. If we kill all these people and get nothing, that's the issue here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm thinking through like what would uh what would be good collateral that would be How about we good? just get Zottle? <laughs> we can just give him Foggy, it's fine. 
I like I wanna that take, plan. I want to take the Azamar. Like, who... Can yeah, I the Azamar is what I'm thinking. I just don't want another Tagalon NPC. I'm, like, trying to think. Yeah, I know. Navigate this. I'd be like, I'll kill... <laughs> You have to kill yourself. I don't know. Like, I Let's just say they don't want to owe us money or dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we can take out a whole entire fucking gang and he doesn't give us, he's in fucking danger. Um, and I'm not just going to give you, like, something nice because then it's like you're probably just going to walk off with it, right? Like, not just... <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But I, I do want to be clear. When I say Zottle's debts transfer to me, I don't mean I owe them. I mean Zottle owes them to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it? I was thinking about that. It did kind of sound like I would owe. <laughs> I, was I wasn't gonna that. play that angle. Yeah. Not what I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> he owes me. Um, no, I think like a like a bilateral like exchange of leverage or is is probably what's going to ensure it that you're not just going to run off with things. Like, um, one of you stays with me, and he's like pointing and points at Kagi. And one of mine will stay with you. And if things go south, the hostages get killed. And like the ASMR's like face goes horrid, and Kagi's face is like, um. So, <laughs> Echo, before Kagi has any moment of hesitation, Echo's just gonna grab her and push her in the direction and be like, you're fine. We'll be back for you. You're fine. Like this look of terror, she like bounce, <laughs> like kind of rolls that way, and uh, I can and... only cast calm emotions once. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna say to her, they have fresh fruit here. You saw him eating grapes. You'll be fine. Sweet. Hey Milo, let's do a uh, Hobbit huddle. Can I inspect the quill before we sign anything? Sure. Um, but you get the feeling that he's like not wanting you to sign it with ink. He's wanting you to do like a thing where you like stab like the tip of your finger and touch the paper. Stab my finger with what? Anything? Uh, yeah, something pointy. Something to draw blood. Can I ask for a copy of the contract? Sure. And I want him to do that on my copy of the contract. Like, we do it all both copies. Yeah, yeah. Signed in triplicate, even. So who's going to yeah. notarize it? It's been noted that uh, Lokoi has yeah, been like, notorious. Like, Actually, I'm a notary public. <laughs> past episodes. The gods above has... notarize all contracts. Don't you worry. Okay, we good to do to seal the deal on this. Yeah, I'll stab my finger and do it on both copies. You can see, like, it just takes its finger and pokes the paper, and like it singes a little bit. It's definitely like some kind of fiendish mark. Did we decide on a blue jean or uh, leather jackets? And what are we going to get um, embroidered with? <laughs> it's going to say the Ocho on the back and it's leather studded. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Say cock crew. <laughs> it does not say cock crew. <laughs> I'm not wearing that, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll just we do it in small text <laughs> <laughs> this whole campaign we never agree if we're Kakru or Ocho um yeah and so I mean y'all are gonna head out after that walk out the door could put the two together and be Ocho Kakru the moment <laughs> that door shuts 
the crystal in your pocket starts vibrating and humming. As in, like, the, um, the, the green one? Yep. It's just vibrating? Uh, well, yes. Right now. Do we all f- heal, feel it, heal it, hear it? You hear it. You hear this humming noise coming from it. Uh, you may want to check your bag. Uh... <laughs> Is that a crystal in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> maybe like the rattling around. Maybe the crystal's mad that we left Coggy there, but she's fine, I guess. She's. Fine. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna pull it out and like death grip it, though. I don't want it to fly out anywhere. Yeah, it it definitely feels like it could fly out, and instead, like it just has a violent eruption of energy, and the ASMR gets zapped into a pile of mackerel. Shit. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Um Well, nope. that's our collateral in a gem. Um let's hope he comes out sometime. That's uh that's gonna complicate things. Hey, we left. He doesn't know. True. He's for safekeeping. We don't want him to die on somebody else's terms. We say walking away and ending the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, that was that was good. I really like that. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was a good time. I didn't realize I would turn into like this contract business dealing person (laughs) on this podcast, but that's who Saul has become. I I've been enjoying it. It's good. Yeah. So every time you're like, I want a contract, I'm like, oh shit. I like it. Yeah, at the camera on the contract first. Yeah, so it'd be I, like, oh, we agree. I just Sola is not someone that wants to get screwed over by anybody that she's not aware can screw her over. So it's just anything that she can do to stop that is definitely in her nature. What else do we want to do? We wanted to do like plugs. Yeah. All right. Hey y'all, I'm Brandon Tomlinson. I go by the BWT on Discord and various other socials. Well, I'm uh, I'm Chris Gamble. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Chris Gamble Photos. Do some photography stuff on there, and then also our Discord is called Raven's Realm Tabletop. We're doing a lot of uh, community events and fun stuff on there right now, so it's a good time to join. My name is Justin. I provide the music a lot to this uh, show. And if you'd like to hear some more music by me, you can go to bandlab.com slash mixushi3. That's M-C-S-U-S-H-I-3 at bandlabs.com. Um, I am Wanhee on Twitch and Twitter. Um... October the 6th, you can find me on Mixtaber Studios Twitch playing Sword Thirsty Lesbians. Don't know what my character is yet because we <laughs> haven't had that, but that's where I'll be. And then October the 23rd, I will be on Carrie and Comfort Studios being a part of their Cyberpunk Red campaign. So, woo. Do you say nice. sword loving lesbians thirsty so thirsty. thirsty thirsty sword lesbians is the name of the game that is wonderful <laughs> that's awesome i look forward to listening to that yeah it's well it's a one shot and i will you get to see my beautiful face 
So, yes. Hi, I'm Kai. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Kitchid with two Ds. That's K I C H I D D. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so for Ryan. Um, what's up, guys? It's me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go by Ball and Rye on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash B A L L I N R Y. Um, and you voice the 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 character of Lozaren. That's correct. So it's tell me, me <laughs> what what is an Echo Knight exactly? <laughs> and why don't you need to eat? Um. It's all secret that will be revealed later on in the campaign. I can't tell you now. Oh, oh I love mysteries. <laughs> it turns out he's just an axe. <laughs> it's me, Morgoth. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky Morgoth. Twitch.tv slash snubbednose. S-N-U-B-B-E-D-N-O-S-E. Snubnose. So did you sharpen your teeth, Morgoth, or are they just, that's how you're bored? That's also a mystery that will be revealed later in the campaign. <laughs> I, that, it wasn't very, he's more like, oh, I'm old. That's more like it, isn't it? <laughs> I'm also creepy. Um, I will say, though, I am currently working on, like, a fantasy narrative that's currently called titled adventures in rustopia so look forward to that oh hell yeah <laughs> super <laughs> yeah, yeah. i have a little more to read about i've enjoyed <laughs> the reading material so far we should have that posted somewhere for people yeah definitely all right yeah <laughs> 